Good evening, everybody. How you guys all doing? Jay Perndog El Calupa from Mexico. Welcome back. So happy to be back. Arriba. This is it, guys. Tonight we saw the Go Home Show. We are now going into Money in the Bank and just six days away. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorite pay-per-views of the year after WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Rumble. Money in the Bank is basically the new big four. Yeah. But first, we got a couple things to talk about. Um, We just got done watching Monday Night Raw, the go-home show, and a pretty good show. I'm not going to lie. Not bad. Not the greatest, but pretty good. Yeah, I also think it was pretty good. Uh, you know, it for what it is and for an environment we're in, I think again for the go home show for Money in the Bank, I thought it, I thought it was pretty decent. Print dog, how did you like Raw tonight? Uh, I have to say, I was digging the uh, promos. The promos are huge, and uh, they really gave you know everybody a chance to kind of put put forth their storyline before the big show. Um, I like the aggression. I like, you know, a little bit of darkness. Uh, uh, Alistair Black bought that. Um, and uh, I was excited about the whole thing. Big, big uh, tag team match, too. So, yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, we had a pretty good uh, matches in there. Uh, Kalupa. Yeah. Um, How did even, you like Raw tonight? Yeah, even the non-Money in the Bank matches, like the, the tag team match, um, they're just kind of kind of building on some things and other stuff to the side that they could be hinting to. They did a good job with that. A um, couple of little gripes here and there, but I'm sure we'll touch on those as we go along tonight. Awesome. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into the Monday Night uh, Raw Review Show. For those who uh, are watching or about to watch or listening, uh, we'll spend a little time uh, and we'll get to the Money in the Bank uh, prediction uh, part of the show as quick as we can. Uh, So I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, The VIP Lounge uh, featured Nia Jax, Asuka, and Shayna, which started off Monday Night Raw. We saw um, Shayna and uh, Asuka face-to-face with Nia Jax standing up, and she gets kicked through a table out of the ring. Um, didn't make Nia Jax look all that good here, but what did you guys think of this segment? I thought it was all right. I mean, I'm not really into this story, um, so it really didn't do any justice for me. Uh, I like that they attacked Nia, kind of bringing her down a peg, but yeah. I like Nia when she's used right, but tonight she didn't look all that great. She didn't look threatening to me. No, no, she was definitely not as menacing. Uh, but I, I do think they need to keep her off the mic. I think her promo skills are terrible. I don't like the way she speaks. I don't like the way she delivers her promos. It's just not for me. What do you guys think? Uh, not um, feeling. I think uh, I can't really hear Coop, so uh, I'm gonna have a hard time with this. But I think that um, 
that she almost sounds too like a uh, girlish. Like uh, they they have her like screeching and doing all sorts of things like that. She's just stick with just uh, being a monster. Um, I think think they could do a lot with Shayna and her because Shayna could break it down with the submissions. Um, you know, she could definitely like take her in a in a shoot. So I think that if they focus on maybe Shayna beating her up a little bit, but they'll probably go for this three on one thing or you know five on one, whatever it is. So uh, it'll you know I think they're going to end up going that route. Yeah, they very well could. Kalupa, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, especially with how this year's Money in the Bank is, you're starting on the ground floor and it's ten floors up that you're just going to be brawling through. So there are so many angles they could take this. In so many situations they could put this in, you know, Naya could just be left and just ganged up on on the ground floor. Everybody makes it to the top, and then she's that that wild card that just comes out of nowhere that you forgot was there and just kills everybody. So I mean, there's yeah. Don't forget that uh, both Money in the Bank matches can be going on yes. at the same time, so there could be some. Uh, mixed match stuff going on if you will we're definitely going to get into that and jay i'm glad you brought that up because i have a question about that uh later on but uh as the segment uh progressed we see shayna and asuka they uh they were jarring uh nia Jax was knocked out that basically in that segment uh so now as you guys know there was still one money in the bank match to be filled um so I'm watching this gauntlet match, and um, I'm I'm a little confused about a couple of things. Um, Bobby Lashley had such a good showing in the first three competitors of this gauntlet match, and then all that for nothing. He yeah. he, he, he looked great, delivered great spears. Yeah. Granted, um, Titus O'Neil, Tazawa, Shelton Benjamin sold very well for him. And then all of a sudden, he blatantly gets disqualified. Like, yeah. what a waste. Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, he, he was tearing through that roster. Um, I don't know it, where this is going. Um, I, I can't even think of a possible scenario or where they can be going. I mean, and usually I can come up with something. I'm at a loss here. I guess they didn't have Lashley uh, planned to, uh, you know, be the, be the winner of the Money Bank match, which we'll get into later. Um, but um, you know, they, they're probably going to go a different angle with him, if if at all. Um, but then we see, as we so we see him get disqualified uh, in his uh, match uh, against uh, Carrillo. The referee was shoved, and he just calls it. Uh, then we see uh, Carrillo. He eliminates Garza. He eliminates Austin Theory. Then all of a sudden, AJ Styles comes back from the dead. I love it. Look right here. There they are. <laughs> AJ Styles. <laughs> he is alive. And he gets the yes. win against Carrillo. He was the last entrance. What did you guys, what are your thoughts on this gauntlet match before we move on? I thought the match uh, itself was done well. I like that uh, that he was tearing through the roster. Uh, made him look really strong. Uh, I, again, I don't get why they had him disqualify himself. But I love... It was the only, he wasn't going to take a pinfall to get him out of the match. Nah, no, and, and it, it definitely saved them in that respect. Uh, and I guess they didn't want to go... About put him against AJ. 
you know, because yeah. I love that AJ came out and I love that he's in this Money in the Bank uh, match. It's yeah, I'm a big AJ fan, so to me, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, we literally just saw AJ a month ago with his hands sticking out of the dirt, buried six feet under, and he's back. Yep. Yeah. You know, once you see that arm come out of the ground, there's there's no keeping it down there. Nah. He's out. I mean, we saw that <laughs> with Jason. We saw that, you know, with uh, with Freddie. Now we see it with AJ. He's up there with the That's greats. It. He is. But uh, I have to say, uh, I liked it. Um, I'm a little weirded out by this whole guys not wanting to take the three. Um, I think it's like a cop out thing, maybe like a backstage where like, you know, Lashley doesn't want to lay down for anybody. It's fine. Um, I think that it would have been a little weird for him to take the fall to uh, Garza. Uh, but, uh, you know, Humberto came in, he started flying around and they, they had some good uh, lightweight matches after that. Uh, I was uh, happy to see Shelton, you know, get a little spot there. He had a, he had, he had a decent run with him, but then he got speared. Um, but, uh, you know, AJ coming through, I think that's my favorite now for that, for that match. Um, he's like the likely champion and, uh, he's, he had some great matches with, you know, Brock, uh, the big men, he, he puts together spectacular matches with the big men. So, uh, I'm definitely feeling, I'm feeling AJ right now. Some of AJ's best matches were with John Cena, believe it or not. John Cena too. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, that that Royal Rumble match. Well. Oh my God, that was that was five stars written all over it. Yeah, I mean AJ can have five stars with anybody though. In fairness, yeah. there's there's not a single person he cannot have five star with. I was at that SummerSlam match in Barclays Center. I think it was uh, a one, and I could be wrong because uh, I think it was 2016 or 17. Uh, 15, I think, was Cena, Seth Rollins. So it would have been at least 16. Uh, with AJ and Cena for that U.S. title match. And let me tell you, he had those two had the building hop in that night. AJ had a great match. Cena had some cool spots, too. Um, yeah, AJ's had some really notable, good, notable matches in WWE. Yeah, yeah for sure. I would love to see post his WWE contract if he went and did a short stint in AEW because that Kenny Omega AJ Styles program would be fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, I mean they, they could uh, it, it could also be done on a New Japan platform especially if uh, New Japan and uh, AEW do a little uh, working agreement. No, you got to bring that. You got to bring that to US. You can't keep that in New Japan. Uh, moving on, we had uh, MVP's protégés, Brendan Vick and Shane Thorne. They come off as green to me like you wouldn't believe, but um, at, at least the way they're presented. Um, but uh, they had a great match against Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. Uh, Brendan Vink with the pinfall. Uh, big upset. Um, Ricochet took that boot to the, uh, to the face. Uh, what you guys think of this match? I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not feeling that tag team of Vink and Shane Thorne. Uh, they are very green. I like that they're putting them with MVP. Well, they don't work green. I feel like they, they, their look, their presentation is green. I just get a whole green yeah. from them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, man, not, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, they were, they were NXT guys beforehand. I mean, T, what they were TM61 back in the day. So, not Vink. I mean, Okay, I, I, um, he he was worked in. No, Shane Thorne was a team. Was, one. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they because they had the there was a group that they had before before WWE. Um, I read up on those guys. So they had been wrestling together since like 2000 or 2011. Really? So, yeah. So it's uh, mm-hmm. uh oh shoot, I forgot. Like it, the TM is like the mighty, and then there's part of it like uh, take a knee or something. Like yeah, I can't remember the thing. But yeah, there's like a group of them that have been together since like 2011. But doing this main roster, it's like. And there's some good tag teams up there. I know we'll touch on the next match or the next tag team match here in a little bit, but it's like they kind of wanted to cut their teeth against another up and coming tag team just to see how they would do on the main roster. So I think it was a good spot for them to get not only the win, but just kind of test the waters with them on the main roster. And you know what? They're kind of the uh, recipients of right place, right time since a lot of the WWE roster is not there right now. Yep. So yeah. a lot of these guys are getting it, uh, getting a lot of opportunity, which is good because Raw looks a little bit more fresh than SmackDown does, that's for sure. Yes. Oh, just uh, for TM61 for you, uh, Kalupa, mm-hmm. the Mighty Don't Kneel. That's the Australian stable. Don't Kneel, stable. that's what it is. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so Vink was a part of that. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Burndog, yeah, they- what did you think of this match? Um, I was looking up uh, Vank. Um, I figured he was like a rugby player or something, but it showed that he started wrestling in 2008. You know, big guy, could uh, move. Um, I was a little disappointed with the big cast, big boot finish. You know, I, I've, I expected some type of finisher out of him. I was okay um, with it. I think they're going to have to like – yeah, you're like – I mean, it was a solid boot. You know, I'm not going to take it away from him. Um, but I think that uh, they're going to have to like – rename these guys you know you have to call them like the flaming kangaroos or you know <laughs> the uh eternal burning fire or something like that you know you, you're gonna have to give them something you know matching tights because like now you had a jobber beat these super exciting new guy you know newer guys ricochet you know he had a rock on him the future and stuff so you got you got them going down to guys that look like jobbers you know, you can't do the one, two, three kid all over again. You know what I mean? So we're going to have to uh, work on them a little bit. But I, you know what? They uh, bumped well. It was uh, it was a smooth match, man. I think, I, I think, I think they're going to do more with them. It's going to be kind of like a progression type of thing. And with Brendan Vink getting that win, um, I think they're going to be on a Raw roster for a little bit, guys. What do you it think looks about, pretty good. What do you think about calling them the Down Under Experience? How's that? Oh, that! Ooh. I actually kind of thunder from under. Oh, thunder from under! I like it. I don't know. That sounds like something you have to watch after. I love it when it all goes off the air. I'm in with that all the way. I think the flaming kangaroos was kind of good. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. The wacky wallabies. I mean, we can go I mean, all day. Listen, WWE came out with a pay per view. Great balls of fire. So there's no doubt in my mind they could go flaming kangaroos. Yeah, we put it past them. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast unto itself. That, that <laughs> awful paper. The view. mighty marsupials. Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> that won't have the freaking yeah, PC oh, hey, yeah. in the WWE story. <laughs> the rugged ruggers. <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> 
as long as they got a solid finish, you got to put them over though, a little bit. You know, I get it. Um, and they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up. Uh, they might. They might make an appearance. I have a feeling with this shortened roster, you're going to be able to fill in uh, some guys. You know, in the pay per views, you're going to have guys some looks. Maybe, maybe even like a backstage altercation or something. You know, guys are going to get some face time. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, Kalupa, our uh, very next talking point was uh, Viking Raiders versus Street Profits. I'll let you lead off with this one. Viking Raiders get the pinfall win with hitting their finisher, the Viking experience. Um, I'm pretty sure this is setting up a tag team title match um, with the Street Profits very soon, unless they maybe announce it this week that there'll be a title match Sunday. Who knows? Kalupa, what are your thoughts? They WWE is notorious for throwing in last minute shows, especially something that's on a pre-show. I think that's and, happening. And and this is something that because I, I hate using this as the parallel, but it's it's kind of the exact same program. Like whenever the Usos and New Day first started, they move almost the same, but it, it, the energy is a little bit different with them. So it's still exciting to watch because you've got a guy looking at the Viking Raiders side. Two guys that are 600 pounds together, but they can move like they're cruiserweights. Dawkins was absolutely plowing through Eric and Ivar like it was nobody's business. Yeah, he crashed him into the barrier with next to no effort. And then Montez is out there flying around too. That is a great tandem. And then those four guys together can work. Honestly, if they had a live crowd they would go absolutely bonkers for a pay-per-view match with that. And then I, I as as much as I'd hate to see the Street Profits drop, I'd see him giving them back to the Viking Raiders. I can see it happen. I feel like it may be a little soon for Street Profits to drop the title. I don't yeah. know. Jay, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it Sorry may be a little that. soon for them. I'm back, people. Woo! Repetitive than that ever. I'm going to love it. I'm going to take it all, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy some better equipment, man. Jerry rigging his thing, you know. I, I found it in like a basement in Mastic or something. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be too soon for the street profits to uh, street profits to drop. Uh, they definitely need to hold on to those titles longer. I am back, baby. I like they're they're very entertaining. They keep you in on the match. Um, yep. I don't want to see the Viking Raiders go over on this. Exactly. I mean, Viking Raiders, when the Viking Raiders had the belts, um, I thought it was a good move. They looked good. But their tag team title reign was cut too short. Yeah. So, um, you know, now we're here, um, you know, uh, four months later, Street Profits and Viking Raiders, potentially a tag title match this Sunday. Yeah, we don't know that yet for sure. It doesn't feel like four months, though. It's been about that. It, it, you know what? I'm thinking it's like maybe like December, January-ish. So it might be a little bit more. But, um, yeah, so we're in a position where uh, I, I feel like uh, the tag team title run with um, Street Profits still has uh, some legs under it. The good, um, the, the good thing is with the Viking Raiders, those two promos that they did on back-to-back weeks – I think WWE realized and Paul Heyman realized that that was absolute garbage and just completely stupid. So they kind of I heard about that. I heard about that. They deviated from that plan and kind of realized we need to cut that program off right now. 
Wait, which program was that? I heard it looks pretty silly with, uh, silly with uh, chicken legs. Yeah, like when they're do- yeah when they're doing basically that ride along and they're just eating chicken legs. And oh that, yeah, yeah. That that weird was promo terrible. Ago. Oh, exactly. That was so bad, so bad. It it made me look at the Viking Raiders in a different way. Like it, they it, almost instantaneously to me became almost a. a a comedy tag team like they could be yep. used as a comedy tag team it took that, away all that power that they had they took they were going to take the spot that they were going to throw at the revival yeah but the, and then they realized oh yeah we can't do that. the, yeah that's dumb yeah Perndall, what did you think of the tag title match between viking raiders and street profits tonight i'll tell you man they went they went all out uh the bumps are huge. Um, Mont- Montez Ford, is, he, he's absolutely nuts, man. I mean, even like right from the get-go, he did some uh, some sunset flip kind of full full front flip. I thought he blew his knees out. You know, he gets up. He tags him in. Um, you know, uh, Dawkins did this uh, T-bone throw, just like dead, you know, no like uh, momentum and nothing, you know, showing off his strength. Um and then they, they did this backdrop flip to, like, a cover that I thought was amazing. I haven't seen that before. Um, I I honestly thought it was a title match the whole time. and uh, I thought it was going to be a title match uh, this yeah. Monday, too. Because, like, they, they were just going all out. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. You know, they're, they're putting it all out there. Almost like a pay-per-view quality match. Definitely a pay-per-view quality match. Um, they... Uh, and then when it, when it was all done, they didn't have the belts. And I'm looking for the belts. I'm like, all right, I guess it's a non-title. Um, but it also made me, like, question a little bit. Uh, what do these belts work to these guys these days? You know, uh, is it is it a status thing? Is it is it when uh, when uh, you're the champ, you know, do you have to wrestle a perfect match? I noticed that they were kind of going so hard. Like, even like Montez Ford, he did a drop kick off the top rope. And he like landed on top of uh, one of the Vikings, the skinny, the smaller one. I don't know. I'm gonna call him Baldy, Viking Baldy. And <laughs> that, that one's like, Eric. What is his name? Eric. Eric, Eric is the skinny one. Ivar is the Eric. big one. Yeah, Ivan. Yeah, Eric. He lands on top of Eric, and uh, it, it was like whoa, like because he's he's going all out. I'm wondering if if it's if the belts are based on talent. If like there's if there's a transition where. They're not giving these guys this like status symbol that you know you got to go out there and do that championship match. This was like I'm pulling out all the stops, we're busting that new stuff, and I thought it was a belt match, you know. But even if it wasn't, it, it was still uh, it was crazy, and it was like a sign into the future, man. I mean, you know, I'm hoping these guys aren't getting hurt doing all this stuff, but it was uh, it was some ridiculous spots. Yeah, you you know what? I I think it's something a little bit more than the uh, breathing. I would say, um, I'm sorry, the uh, a little bit. Uh, I was just reading another match. Sorry about that. Um, but it's, it's something a little bit more than the titles. Um, I would say, um, Raw has a lot of open opportunity now that some guys are deciding to take a break and not be there in the middle of COVID nineteen which is open opportunity for a lot of guys. And these guys that are on Raw, especially on the Raw side, are stepping up in a way where they're working for a spot, a permanent spot. Right. 
Yep. So what's going to happen is when some of these guys come back on Raw, some of these NXT guys, they, they they may go right back down to NXT. Not that it's a bad thing, but they may stay on NXT and not be on the Raw roster when everything shapes up. So I think these guys are just working really hard in the ring. And uh, especially, uh, you know, your Brendan Vinson, um, your Shane Thorns and what have you um, to, to put on decent matches. Yeah. One, one point I was going to, or that I forgot to say, um, when you were talking about the gauntlet match, I brought this up last week and they did it again. Zelina Vegas stable is looking awful right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I agree. Big, big difference. Big difference from last week. They took, they took consecutive losses in the gauntlet match tonight. Yeah. Against a, a less, a less than mid card talent. Nonetheless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Austin Theory, you know, once again, you know, I said it uh, last week also. He's going for these power moves. He's doing, like, bear hugs. Um, I don't know if he's going for, like, the mini John Cena thing, you know. Um, he looks like an action figure, you know. I mean, he looks he looks great. But uh, I have to say that I think he's wrestling a heavyweight match. Um, when you're in the ring with these guys, you know, Carrillo, and, and, and you're going at it with these guys, you really got to – you got to match him with the high flying. Um, so I, I don't know how long he's going to last. He might be one of those guys. You know, I've, I wish the best for everyone. But, you know, uh, there's some guys who may not fit in. And I think you're right. This might be like like a tryout time period. Yeah, but I think Austin Theory is going to uh, maintain his uh, middle, his, his mid, the, the you know, like the middle of the roster. You know, he's going to go for the U.S. title. He's going to go for the IC title. He's not going to go any higher than that. Uh, I don't see him carrying the heavyweight title, either the, you know, the universal title. Well, he's, he's just going to stay a mid-carder. Right. Only 22. I mean, they can roll with him for 10 years without giving him a title, and that very well could happen. Yeah. Right. I mean, I definitely see him as a contender for those mid-card titles, though. You know, I don't, I don't see him making it to the top. I mean, he's not another AJ, you know, somebody that's smaller but super athletic. What about this? Because Randy Orton was 24 when he won the world title, and he came in, what, about two or three years before that? The guy wasn't that big at the time. He was trying to be sculpted and molded by Triple H and everyone else. And he had else. a stupid haircut. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. But, I mean, we see what happened with him. He, was, he had the exact same kind of look, attitude, build. I mean, could yeah, but we have the, a mirror there? The difference is, you know, uh, Orton came in with the legacy of his name, you know, Cowboy Bob right. Orton. That's why he was pushed to where he was, you know, because he had that lineage behind him. Austin Theory has zero lineage. True. Moving on, this Wednesday we get an NXT title match, Charlotte versus Io Shirai, which is a match that I'm excited to um, look forward to. I, I think we could all agree that Charlotte retains here. Um, but um, yeah, that's what we're getting on Wednesday night. And Charlotte was in the ring tonight, as we saw, cutting a promo. And then out comes Liv Morgan. Yeah. And she interrupts Charlotte, challenges Charlotte to a match. And I'm thinking to myself, oh no, this cannot be happening. This is too soon. Great match, but too soon if you're trying to build Liv Morgan, in my opinion. Um, what did you guys think? What are your opinions of this match? 
Well, I think they paired her with um, Charlotte this early because Charlotte can carry her through the match and make her look good, in which mm-hmm. she did. You know, I, I, again, I think this was one of the better Liv Morgan matches. There were a few botches in there, or what seemed to be botches, but it raised Liv Morgan to the almost to the level of Charlotte or being able to compete with Charlotte. So, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think it was that bad. I'm just not too sure taking a loss so soon. I mean, this has only been been about about four four to five weeks now, uh, basically since we started the podcast. Um, that Liv Morgan's been on a hot streak, and I, I just think it's a little soon for her to take the loss. Pern, what do you think? Um, it, you know, she she to me, she seems like a, a diva. She's kind of uh, climbing out of that uh, diva hole. Uh, every time I see her, I think of uh, Harley Quinn. Um, kind of has that like freaky kind of um could be someone's like psycho ex girlfriend which she's she's trying to find herself well yeah. i mean because that's kind of what she was i mean technically she's in she's into amore's ex-girlfriend if you want to go that route she is which yeah. you know i know i wasn't a fan of him i was um you in know, the beginning i was and then but, once uh, he got yeah, once he got stupid was, that's when i bailed it, it out it was an okay match but the thing for me is you you have to pull out stuff if somebody could physically dominate you, like obviously Charlotte could just rag dollar and literally cover her for the one, two, three, and she would have no problem. She needs to she needs to pull out some, you know, uh, trickery, some like slyness to kind of, uh, you know, even out the playing field. And um, I was I was kind of waiting for that. I was waiting for some real like dastardly stuff. Didn't really come. Um, so I mean, she's like developing a character. Let's see what she's got in the future. You know, she she could cut a promo. Um, but she definitely, she definitely has to work on it for sure. Yeah, but again, I think that's why they paired her with Charlotte Flair because again, Charlotte Flair can carry her. Because it was, yes, she lost tonight. She took the the pin, but or she tapped out. But she also beat Ruby Riot twice, right? So that elevated her. So by losing to Charlotte Flair, who happens to also be the champion, I don't think it hurts her that much. You know, she's lost to a top tier talent. It's not like she lost to a jobber. Not only that, it wasn't a squash match either. It actually no, it was a good match. Yeah, and yeah, what Jay was saying, it looked like there were a couple botches because especially that code breaker from the top rope. I actually thought she busted her nose. So there were there were a couple close calls there. That was that was almost a botched spot. Almost Yeah. yeah, but Charlotte knows how to recover, and Charlotte knows how to change in the middle of the move. She's that good. Yeah, because it looked like Charlotte just put her legs down so that she wouldn't completely fall on it because of the way the positioning was. What did you guys think of Liv Morgan's talking tonight? It was okay. Again, she needs work, but that's why they're pairing her with these people to to help get her more more runs, more practice. Yeah. I think we saw a little bit more of an approved promo in, in comparison to the last few times that she was out there. Yeah, for sure. And it, seemed, it seemed a little teeny bopper there for a little bit and talking about Charlotte being born with a silver spoon up her, or in her mouth. Yeah. You know, that, that little yeah. thing. But, I mean, you know, it's she does need a little work on the mic. She She's trying to act a little too bubbly but cynical at the same time. So it's it, it's not the right mix for her yeah, right she, now. She needs to get reps with Alexa if, that, if that's the way she's going to play it. If, the, yeah. you know, if she wants to be – 
if she wants to be a talker like that, they need to get her either in a team or a stable with Alexa to where Alexa can walk her through the promo part of it. You know what it is? A lot of times I feel like these wrestlers do a lot better when they're talking from their heart and yes. when they can relate to their character and not be scripted. I mean, Charlotte, she was doing horrible the first couple of years in her promos. It, it was bad. And she was yeah. she was heavily scripted and probably still is, but she's handling it a lot better. Heel Charlotte is ten times better on the mic than face Charlotte. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. Heel Charlotte's the best Charlotte, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I agree. So you just got to keep her like that. I have no problem if they kept her heel forever. Uh, if she's cutting promos and having great matches, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, and then in and then in uh, 15 years, she'll start uh, losing her mind just like her dad did, and then she'll have those great, you know, face like schizophrenic promos that uh, Ric Flair had circa like '98. You know, WCW where he's taking his pants off and stuff. Was, and was like, Char- Is Charlie gonna rip her shirt off in the middle of the promo? Right, man. <laughs> You know. I'm I'm surprised she hasn't done the spots with uh falling uh, falling uh face first after oh, getting yes. knocked out like Ric Flair always did falling forward face first. Yeah, I love I'm that. Surprised that was awesome. hasn't done that yet. Yeah, the delayed <laughs> face plan. I love those. Yeah. Main events: Drew McIntyre versus Buddy Murphy. Um, as we know, uh, this is the last match uh, for Drew McIntyre before uh, Money in the Bank this Sunday. And uh, Drew McIntyre, Buddy Murphy had a pretty decent outing, I must say. Um, about 10 minutes or so. What did you guys think of this match? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Buddy was able to get some offense in, you know, but we knew Drew was going over. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That Glasgow kiss, though, I want to do that to somebody. Yo, how it's about that Claymore tonight? Oh, yeah, the Claymore was good, too. What do you I think about, was uh, dying laughing when Buddy Murphy started counting down yeah. his yeah, own finish. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Turned what did you think of tonight? With the uh, main event. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought uh, Buddy, you know, he, he was definitely uh, uh, overmatched by... Uh, by uh, Drew, you know, Buddy has a lot of skill. You know, I'll never take anything away from him. Oh, absolutely. You know, he, yeah. he's skillful. Um, he has a little bit to work, though. I think, you know, uh, uh, AJ, he's not at that level where, where where he's believable with the big guys yet. Um, I think that you have to, like, almost uh, open up spots for him to kind of shine a little bit. But uh, I did like his promo uh, beforehand. It was a little weird with him staring off in his space at the end. He could have maybe said a couple more things at the end. And there, but uh, I get what he's going with. You know, he's like being like brainwashed by Seth. You know, and then eventually he might stab him in the back like Judas or something like that. You know, like they're going they're going down a good road. They you know, planted that seed tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be big in the future, man. And he and he's got a ton of skill. Super athletic guy for sure. Yeah. So if if the whole the payoff isn't Seth winning the WWE title, they could do a buddy and Seth angle. Like getting retribution against Master for brainwashing him, if you will. Yep. Yeah. And then also uh, with Drew, this is the champion we need right now, and it is awesome. Because that promo that he cut beforehand, where I'm he's happy. Like, yes. Yeah. Because uh, 
because you know it's like so Seth has a disciple he's willing to sacrifice to get his way and there's a disciple who's willing to sacrifice himself so Seth can get his way well who am I not to to fulfill that for you <laughs> he's he's such an awesome champion and his promos like and especially last week during the contract signing Drew is playing this perfectly right now and I've, I don't have a single gripe with him right now yeah I agree I think he's he's money right now uh, he definitely needs a long run I don't foresee him uh, dropping the strap this weekend uh, we can get no. into that later yeah. but uh, <clears throat> yeah I, I think he's like you said he's what we need right now he's what's keeping me going through this three hours of Raw be honest with yeah. you yeah and especially if someone like Brock had the title again and it's not on TV, Raw would tank even worse oh, yeah. right now. Listen, I'm cool with Drew McIntyre having a week off here and there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah for sure. He can't be abs- as absent as Brock Lesnar, though. That, no, and he, and I don't ridiculous. think he will be. I don't think he will be at all. No, I don't think anybody don't think will, will be as absent as Brock Lesnar is or was. I mean, besides, Drew really hasn't reached that level. You know, right. it came a point in time where The Rock, uh, who was still in his prime, very well in his prime, decided to, you know, work part time for whatever reason. And, um, you know, we started seeing Cena see, see do it a little bit. So Drew, Drew's not at that time, nowhere near it. So we're, we're going to see him basically every uh, every week. But the thing that always concerns me is overexposure. Yeah, I mean, even if he can phone it in one or two weeks, you know, just do cut something on the screen or whatever. Uh, but he definitely will not be that absent champion. Uh, he's, you can tell he cares, right? And that's the same thing with AJ. You know, when AJ was on the run for the one year where he had the title, he was defending it left and right. He was out in front with the title. You know, I think most people, that's the type of champion they want to be. They don't want to be that absent champion that Brock was. I mean, this isn't the this isn't the UFC. We don't need to see the title once every six months. I want to see that title on TV almost every week, right? Yeah, with some storyline revolving around it. I think that's kind of sad. That became the new norm with Brock and all these little part timers. It was very frustrating. The, yeah, but the Universal Championship, it's that it was normal not to see it on TV and have everybody else carry the load. And oh, one month before SummerSlam, come back. One month before Survivor Series, so you see him once every three months. There were times sure that I forgot what that Universal title looked like. Oh yeah, yeah. But the more entertaining part was, uh, you know, the Miz bringing up that IC title. That IC title was the title for the longest time because of oh, the yeah. absence of Brock, and I think that was great for that title. Absolutely. So, you know, you give it to the right person, they can they can work with what they got. And I think Which, at that time, it was definitely the Miz was the right person to bring up that IC title in place of that Universal title. Which, sadly, sidebar, that IC title right now is more buried than AJ Styles. Yeah. And it looks like trash. Yeah. Yeah. But I that, that, have that's to like, agree. Everything on the SmackDown side uh, has not been good at all. That's a podcast for another day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to add that uh, Drew, you know, adding in that like like the slaughtering you know i love yes. the whole like old school warrior feel that he's got he's going he's going down the right path it totally fits his character and that t-shirt that he has now is like a badass iron maiden album cover yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome awesome nice like mix 
Moving on, this is the one part of the show I have been looking forward to for a few weeks now. This is our Money in the Bank prediction time. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready. I'm ready to cash in on one of Jay's belts. Oh, um, bring it, bring it. <laughs> I'm, uh, see, I can't bring it right now. I am not 100%. Um, I got a little hangnail and I need, I need uh, healing on my thumb. So well, hey, once that blank. gets better. Well, I cut blank. myself shaving. So, you know, we're even. Hey, Wayne brings it by a satellite. <laughs> Missiles, baby. From Long Island, just like MJF. <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of title belts, I have to put this plug out there because it's uh, Go a, and, a and J's belts is where I get all of my belts. So everybody who's a belt collector or wants to be a belt collector, go hit up John Barbarossa at A&J Belts. It's fantastic. Great guy to work with. Uh, and he can get you almost anything you want for a really good price. He's also a uh, verified WWE title distributor. So you can buy from him direct. They're the same ones you'll get from the shop, but for cheaper and much faster delivery. So ANJsBelts.com. Go visit him. I will definitely be on that as soon as they bring out that AEW championship belt. I will definitely be looking. I, a very, very impressive uh, collection of belts he has on that website for sure. Yes, absolutely. And he even he made. I got my Impact Heavyweight custom made from him with the twenty-four karat gold uh, plated finish. Excellent work. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good, man. Good. Yeah, Jay has a very good collection over there. Actually, I have one more coming in the mail this week, so I'll be up to 17. Oh, wow. Dang. Wow, I, I got one. I don't feel like pulling it out right now. But I'm just a mid-car champ. Oh. <laughs> one of the main events. The majors. <laughs> one of the main events, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal title coming up uh, this Sunday. And Money in the Bank, uh, Braun, uh, as we all know, Braun Strowman just won his title a month ago. Um, I want to ask you guys, do you think that Braun is a transitional champ? Do you think he's dropping his title back to Bray Wyatt this Sunday? Yes, it's definitely going back to Bray Wyatt. The only reason I say no is because it's versus Bray Wyatt. It is too soon. Yeah, if they, if they were calling the fiend, I would one hundred percent say fiend. But I'm torn because everything points to yes, he is the transitional champion right now and just the placeholder to get everything back to normal, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah, this is something he's deserved for a long time and has absolutely worked his keister off for. But I mean, he's just he's there has to be someone backstage. That just keeps saying no, no, no. Unless it's Vince himself or just keeps bugging his ear. They just don't want him to have the main titles. Yeah. Um, yeah, even though, yes, it is still against Bray Wyatt, I could still see Bray possibly taking it. Um, and then that might lead to something with the Fiend versus Braun. You know, but yeah. on the flip, I could also see Braun retaining for just that reason. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could uh, easily do uh, Braun Strowman winning Sunday, um, and lead to a return match with the Fiend to 
to later set up a match against whom they will not mention on WWE TV right now against Roman Reigns. Um, they could very well go that route. I think that's kind of like up in the air at the moment. I think you need yeah, to stretch. I, I think you need to stretch out, right into the title. That I think you need to stretch out uh, Braun's uh, reign a little bit more. See, and another reason why I think Bray might go over is because Bray himself needs to get some wins. He doesn't. He can't always have to be the fiend to win. True. You know, or otherwise you're just burying Bray. So what better way to make Bray win than to have him beat Braun Strowman? I'm taking Bray Wyatt. Final okay. answer. Okay. Perndall, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I think that they should let the monster reign. You know, I, I think that you could really get in deep with this feud. Um, I guess, you know, looking forward to Roman. Roman and uh, Braun was like the one like poppy, like sur- surfacey feud that like I actually kind of liked. With uh, um, the ambulance matches, stuff like that. Uh, I saw a couple of them live. You know, Braun, like, showing his speed, running around the ring. Um, I'm thinking this one, Braun's going to take. Uh, I think there's going to be some some weird finish, almost like uh, I think it was uh, Bray and uh, Seth when, like, the lights just went out and, like, you know, there was there was no, like, pinfall or anything. Um, there might be a weird finish here. I don't know. Have you guys gotten word that it was going to be like a cinematic match, or I think it's going to be a regular match. Um, where it's held, I'm not entirely sure. They could very well do it in the same ring that they're using for Money in the Bank on top of the building in Connecticut, or they can do it in uh, the Performance Center. Not too sure. Yeah. So, I but it's a regular looking, match. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Braun. Uh, you know, kind of extending his. Uh, championship reign here. Um, I think he's got it. I think that, you know, he's got the fans behind him, and, uh, you know, he, he could really put on a good show. He could, he could do his thing, man. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Kalupa? I'm going with uh, Braun on this one. Final answer. <laughs> Damn, just that straightforward. I'm just straight up Braun. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think it... I think they might realize it's a little. It might too not soon be right clean. Now. It might not be clean. Yeah, I mean, there could there could be some shenanigans that go with this that he retains. But I mean, I, I think it's just way too early. Just a month out. I think that that's just a slap in the face to him to be that quick of a transitional champion. Sure, I agree. Unless he loses it, and then they still have him go back against Bray, but as the fiend, and then he. Defeats the fiend, which solidifies his monster persona. True, but I I think I'm going to go with the the brawn prediction for this Sunday, even if it's a disqualification. I'm leaning slightly towards brawn, just because he just won that belt, and they could always set something up for a return match. There's still a little bit of time between now and SummerSlam to do whatever they want to get to. Um, I think Braun retains. Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way too. You, you can't pick both sides. You got to pick one. I feel like I'm sixty percent Braun and forty percent Bray Wyatt. Now, where would they go if uh, Bray wins? Like, what? Where do you go from there? Do you uh, do you bring back the fiend? Do you do you go back into these cinematic things? Maybe do a little Freddy Krueger thing where he's like all up in Braun's head and he's. You know, sleeping in bed and the hands coming through his stomach. You know, I mean, it, the blood. Like, you can go. Going with here, I would go with uh, 
you know, the elephant in the room, right? Bray Wyatt was a leader of the Wyatt family. So Bray goes over and basically tells Braun, see, I am in control of you. I am better than you. And then at that point, you start a whole program. And then that's where Braun would beat The Fiend. That's why I'd go. Bring back that history they had. Well, I mean, they're already kind of doing that now. They, they've been bringing back the history in their... Um vignettes on on SmackDown and they've showed highlights of how Braun started in the Wyatt family um, and they kind of showed the evolution of Braun a little bit. Yeah, but they're kind of doing that already. Yeah, but bring it to the forefront. Make it the sole the sole purpose to revolve around. Moving on, we have uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE title. This is... Uh, one of the matches I'm most looking forward to. Yes. Um, I, I see. I think we'd all agree that I see Drew McIntyre going over here. Yes, yep. and he beats the hell out of David Koresh. It's over. <laughs> he ruins. He ruins him, and could be the start, like you guys are saying, of Buddy Murphy turning on Seth as well. But if they're starting that program this early, who's next in line for the WWE title? Or is that where they start with the, the contract? Oh, hey, we will get Jay to that. Style. That You know what, Jay? You might be right. Perndog, your prediction uh, for the Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins championship match? I think uh, Seth is going to pull out all the stops. He's going to pull out all the heel stops. Very, very you know, sneaky, very, very uh, slithering. He's going to have some, like, new apostle come out, possibly, and run out and try to interfere. Just to build Drew's, Drew's character. I think Drew's going to have to come through some some type of hardship in this match, come back. It's going to be a good battle. You know, they're going to, they're, they're not going to, he's not going to get squashed by any means. And uh, he's going to come in, he's, he's going to be stronger, man. The Excalibur's going to be swinging in this one. And, uh, I'm going to be liking it, and, and I think Seth is going to maybe go in the background for a little bit, but I like what he's doing with this whole, you know, I need the belt to save people, and, you know, so he's not going to let he's not going to let it go. It's going to be tough for him to do programs with uh, other wrestlers because he's just so hell-bent on the title. So uh, I'm thinking that it's— Well, they could always do a distraction feud and do, like, a slow burn throughout the year if they want to do that. Yeah, totally, Ed. And uh, I think so. I think it's going to build up through a lot in this match, and uh, it's going to put them over in a big way. And they'll probably be on the roof. I, I, I think that this would be a perfect match to be on the roof. That would be cool to yes. just have the whole pay-per-view on the roof at this point. Yeah, that's what they Might should do. Well. Let's just do it. Just a nice outdoor pay-per-view in the, in the dark. And I don't know yeah. if you guys know, everything's been taped already. Yep. No way. Every, so, everything's been taped already, but uh, there's no spoilers, thank God. Let me, uh, well, let me, let me go in on something. Um, I Googled, you know, money in the bank and, uh, there's some kind of thing where Becky Lynch talked about Vince taking a bump off the roof. Well, I just saw a 74 year old man fall off the roof. So, uh, I'm thinking somebody's going to be falling off the roof. I mean, they, they it it. I mean uh, we, it's, 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 it's a joke that's been ongoing. All right. Yeah. Side bet. We're talking about. I call Big Show falling off the roof again. <laughs> that, that wasn't that the giant at the time though that fell off. The yeah, roof? it's the same guy. <laughs> now he's the big giant show falling Let's off see. roof. I'm writing it down. You heard. I'm gonna it from go. Me King, I'm gonna go King Corbin. 
Ooh. Oh, hold up. Before we get to that, uh, your, Kalupa, your thoughts on uh, the Drew McIntyre-Rollins? Who yeah, gets to win here? It's it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, Seth is is going to be the, the purveyor of his own demise. You know, he's, he's just too far in his own head thinking he's he is God instead of just the Messiah itself. Um, yeah, this is, it's, it's just going to blow up in his face. I think he's going to absolutely lose his marbles whenever he loses too. So I think it's, it's, it's going to see a further downward spiral for the Seth Rollins character. You know, we, we could see the Buddy Murphy blow up this weekend as well, depending on how he gets involved. Cause we know there's always going to be shenan- the heels have shenanigans involved like this when they have stooges. So something could happen and that could end up being the change. Of course, would Seth end up being the face of this feud or would he still be further into the heel role, depending on how Buddy plays it? You see, that's a good thought. Um, they do like to rush the feuds these, these days. They do like to rush in the storylines. Um, I was expecting that maybe to come in. Uh, later on, but uh, in, you know they might just push the buddy thing quicker. And, and I honestly think it has to do with the guys getting hurt more now because they're just taking so many chances. So it's like you never know when when these guys have to go out. So I mean, there's been tons of storylines in the past that have been like cut short, and you're like, what the hell happened with that? They were just working these guys, and all of a sudden, you know, one of them's gone. So yeah, they might they might push the buddy thing this weekend. You never know. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, there's news that Kevin Owens, yes, is out, and I don't know how far along he is in his recovery. You never know; we may get an appearance from him this Sunday night. I hope so. I, I don't know that that ankle. It sounded, I think it sounded, that feud might be over, though. But yeah, that ankle sounded like it. It's not awful, like a long term thing, but. He needs some time off to to let everything heal like it's supposed to. He probably sprained it. Yeah. I mean, depending on how bad it is, I mean, it could take eight weeks. So, I mean, WrestleMania was four weeks ago. That'll be week five. Just depends on what he's been doing during quarantine. Right. Probably playing video games. Yeah. (laughs) Call of Duty Warzone. And with his cats. Oh, with his cats, yes. Men's money in the bank. We have the f- the whole field set up. Now we can predict this a little bit better. Uh, we have Daniel Bryan on the SmackDown side. Um, King Corbin. We have Otis. Re- all three of them represented SmackDown. Uh, Alistair Black, Rey Mysterio, and as we found out tonight, AJ Styles representing the Raw side. All six of these men will be in the money in the bank match this Sunday. So, let's go for it. Jay, who are your picks to win for the men's match this Sunday? I already showed them. There you go, AJ Styles. I gotta. You gotta. We'll see. Why Why wouldn't you? I mean, he's... Has, has he, he carried a Money in the Bank briefcase? I don't think he has. No. I, I, I could be wrong. No, he hasn't. I don't think so either. Huh. Yeah. He hasn't. I could see him getting the money in the bank, and that's how you're going to push him back into the title scene. I mean, he's AJ. Not that he needs a push, but, uh, you know, the way he came off tonight is he's still staying heel, and he'll do anything to get that title. I could see him chasing 
uh, Drew for that title, that's a good program. That could that could very well happen. I can see you know. uh, AJ Styles teasing a, a couple of uh, cash-ins. Um, I would say maybe till let me go out on a limb and say maybe Survivor Series. Right. Have Drew drop the belt and then give Drew his WrestleMania moment at WrestleMania? It's absolutely possible. I think that's the way you do it. Assuming Braun Strowman keeps his belts, who do you think's out of uh, who do you think wins out of uh Mysteri- uh I'm sorry, uh King Corbin, Otis, and Dan DeBryan? I think I think you may have to go King Corbin here. It's not gonna be the popular pick. If I'm gonna go unpopular pick, I'm going Otis. Otis yeah, got the girl. He's the comedy let's, act. Let's I don't think he's the, gonna win. He's won enough strap. already. He's he's won enough already. He's he's got the the ultimate trophy right now. Right, he's got the he's got the trophy girl. Now give him the belt too. Let let the blue collar guy win. It's a great story. It's a feel good story. Why not? You're right. More likely, it's not going to happen. But I like to think that it will. That's I think that might be fantasy booking at this point. It's what I do best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like the AEW bracket. Oh, wow. hey, if they would have went with my booking, they would be a hundred times better rating right now. I think I'm the best booker out there. So whoever's listening, <laughs> let me book your show. I'll show you. I will prove it. Oh, Jay Cornette over here. Hey, listen, no. I hear there's a, hey. a, a local <laughs> Jay. I hey. hear there's a local uh, promotion uh, not too far from you called Victory Pro Wrestling that might need a little help in booking. You might be able to work your way in and work your way up the ranks in booking. I'll do it. Victory Pro, give me a call. Pern Dog, um, who, who's your pick for Men's Money in the Bank? Uh, AJ Styles also. Um, why? Because you're going to have to have the heel win this one. You can't have... You can't have him, and and I don't think he's going to go after Braun. I I don't see the matchup right now. Um, it's not really going to be like a smooth matchup. I don't think that Braun would really uh, accentuate AJ as well as uh, Drew. Drew's a seasoned guy. He's been around. He's wrestled you know hundreds, thousands of different people. He's going to be able to put on a great match. With I can see Drew and AJ working better together. Yeah. That's going to be the feud. Um, I think that uh, AJ, I like what Jay said, you know, possibly comes in, takes the title early, comes back at WrestleMania, wins the big one. Uh, Drew's going to be around for years. He's, he's, he's definitely a fan favorite. Um, but uh, AJ, yeah, he's, he has a full arsenal, man. He, he's just the real deal. And he knows how to, you know, integrate the high flying. He's going to, that match at WrestleMania is going to be the best match. It's going to be the best belt match that that you could possibly have you know because you, you got the combo you got the fans want you got the high flying off of aj then you're gonna have the big spots with drew so i'm right. going with aj on this one and it's got to be heel i don't think you're gonna have you can't have a baby face win this thing no i i i think this uh it, it just the way the booking has been i think a heel does win uh this year in the men's side uh cool but what are your thoughts yeah, I mean, with AJ making that surprise return tonight and just crushing Korea like he did, just wrenching down on that calf crusher and that promo after, that there's no other way this can go, especially for a long-term payoff. I mean, just looking at the names like 
right now. Daniel Bryan, I mean, that's him versus Braun Strowman. No, Ray's too old. Alistair has absolutely next to no program right now, short of with feuding with his wife. King Corbin, I mean, he he's stuck in such a gear right now that everybody hates him, but there's no room for a push. And Otis is just getting started. I think it's way too early to put it on him. And you don't like like I've said, we don't need a face winning this, especially when you have Drew McIntyre as your champion right now. Him and AJ would have beautiful promos together. Their yeah. matches would be amazing. So I mean, the, that's the perfect component you've got right there. Yeah, and like you said, it has to be AJ Drew because uh, AJ Braun just doesn't work. It's reminiscent of AJ Brock. It was okay, nothing too exciting. So it's got to be AJ Drew. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alistair Black had the uh, quite a bit of momentum um, going into WrestleMania and post WrestleMania. No, no, no feud uh, going on right now. Um, just the way the champions are lined up, I don't see Daniel Bryan or Alistair Black winning. Although the, that out of the six of them, I think uh, arguably Daniel uh, Bryan and Alistair Black are two of the best. Um, I don't see anything happen with Rey Mysterio. Uh, I think he's there just to add enhancement to the match. Yeah. Now, they, they very well could go King Corbin, and I wouldn't be surprised uh, to have that heel opponent for Braun Strowman if they want to start another program immediately after uh, what's happening right now with uh, Braun and Bray Wyatt. Um, I, I will have to agree with you. Um, it looks like the favorite here is AJ Styles. Just based on the way the champions are lined up right now, it's going to be AJ or Baron Corbin. It could go either way. God. WWE loves Baron Corbin. They love him. I Corbin. hate that guy. But, it, but I mean, all hail King he, Corbin. He crapped the bed. He crapped the bed last time he won Money in the Bank, and they made him drop it because he had so much heat. Yeah. But that's when he was still like the half going bald Asian rock star thing with like the belly flap, you know. I was say the, the um, mashed potato gut. Yeah, he's, I, he's improved a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think if you added some depth to his character, um, maybe like a little more darkness. Uh, I, I I don't feel like he brings any like uh, uh, evil to it really. He's still just stuck in that kind of like nagging role. Um, well, he's been hitting people with his scepter every week, knocking out people. Yeah, I mean, it's been done. You know, listen, Macho King, you know, we've had... We've, Jerry we've had Lawler. I, yeah. I'd like to see him get a little depth. But now, here's just a thought. Like, if you're going to rank these guys, Alistair Black has humongous potential for the future. He's, oh, absolutely. I, I think he's going to get a push eventually soon. You know, if he turns heel, there's, there's uh, endless, you know, the promos just... The way that he's already given into the darkness, the way he's already got that kind of like evil look to him, you know, him staying heel is just kind of maintaining his matches are getting better. But I think he's going to flourish as a as a heel in the future as top heel. Now, now check this out. Now here's an X factor here. During Alistair Black's promo tonight, he was shooting on AJ. Yeah, I think yeah. after this Sunday, AJ and AJ Styles and Alistair Black. Are going to start a program together, which would be amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic that leads program. me to believe that probably neither AJ Styles or Alistair Black will be winning 
this Sunday. That I does, absolutely well, totally forgot about this, but they wow. very well could go King Corbin. I'm going to have to change my pick. I'm sorry, Jay. I, I think it's going to be King Corbin. I, like I can't see it. I can't see nah. it because how exciting of a program is Corbin and Braun? It's a snooze fest. It's SmackDown. It's been a snooze fest in the past year. Okay, so then let's go on the Raw side, and we'll go Drew and Corbin. But at the same time... I'm taking a bathroom break. I don't want to see that. Well, the Money in the Bank winner doesn't necessarily jump straight into the feud with no, the I, champion. I understand that. This is true. I mean, like any one of these, like like let's, let's say Alistair Black, I mean, he can maybe turn heel down the line, and maybe that makes sense to have that yeah. Drew versus Alistair Black's uh, well, match. AJ win... You know, come out and gloat on Monday night, and Alistair interrupts him, and then they just start going to town, and that opens their program. So you kind of put the money in the bank contract on the back burner, and honestly, the best cash ins are the ones when you don't expect it. No, I completely John Cena. I completely agree with that. It's just you know, Corbin had the money, like you said, Corbin had the money in the bank before, and he did absolutely nothing with it. Exactly. Right. It, it, it didn't do anything. So why revisit blame that the MD for that? I, I think uh, I, I think I, I blame the booking for that. I think Corbin's grown a lot. Not my favorite worker, especially um, his whole program with Roman Reigns. And I don't think that's to anybody's fault except for Bruce Pritchard and whoever's booking that crap on SmackDown. But um, I hope they're hearing this. But either way. Um, I, I've seen Corbin grow a little bit and own his character better than he has. The only thing Corbin's got good going for him is the Deep Six. Shout out Deep Six Person Podcast. That's oh. the only thing he's got. That's it. In the end of days, you know. I'm not even a fan of the end of days. I, I think he's always had a great finisher. Nah. I like he him better was. as an aging rock star, badass, heavy metal dude than what he is now. So, so Jay, you got AJ Styles. Kalupa, you got AJ Styles. And Perndall, you went AJ Styles too, huh? Well, yeah. listen, I, I'm thinking about the Corbin thing. I'm not switching over, man. I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna do the flip flop. But, and I'm not taking nothing away from you. I understand that you analyze, you fully analyze the details before you made your switch. But, uh, I'm not really. It came. It just came to my mind the last second. <laughs> what I, what, what Thank I'm you, though. Is, yeah, Thank you for I'm, putting me over. You got it, man. I'm a pusher. So listen, Corbin. Uh, Corbin could, if we had crowds, the Corbin pop, right? The that you know, just the booze would just pour out of place. If he came in, hit someone with a scepter, and got the win and got the belt, I mean, it would be crazy. But like it, like he works off the crowd reactions. He's actually one of the guys who could get the crowd booing him, man. He brings heat. So uh, I. You know, some of it's Xbox heat, but he does bring heat. He brings heat, man. You know, he's not, he's not, you know, he, his ass ain't grass and smoking it. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think that, uh, he could, he could do some, he could do some damage, but with the, without the crowd reaction, I'm kind of wondering how it's going to go over because, uh, I'm interested in it, man. He, he might actually pull it out because you could put the, you could put the briefcase on him. He's there every week. And, you know, he'll be on someone's butt. He'll be coming out, teasing matches, standing at the ramp. You know, uh, he can work it. So we'll see what happens. I'm good either way. Imagine this. Baron Corbin wins money in the bank, and he cashes it in in the city of Chicago. Oh. 
What, with punk? Come you on. know how the Chicago fans, allegedly the smartest fans in the business, but let me tell you, wrestlers, all wrestlers gain the most crowd reaction, and Chicago is a city that's going to tell you how it is, as, long, as well as Long Island and Philadelphia and Boston to an extent. But um, Chicago, if you really want to piss off a crowd, Chicago is the place to do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, that'd be if pretty funny. Ha- I mean, they might they might have wrestling. You know, we got to see what's going on with this stuff with this uh, Corona. We got. I mean, hopefully these guys get the opportunity to be in front of crowd again. And that's another thing. Going back to so. trying out, you, they're not getting the full feel. They're working their right. matches, but they're not they're not getting the crowd. They're not like moving the crowd right now. They don't they don't know what's actually working or not. So right. And that's kind of what I'm basing off of is not having an audience. Right, and, and that's why I'm still going with AJ because AJ, it doesn't matter if he's in front of two people, no people, or a full hundred thousand fan arena. He's gonna bring it every single time, and it's much more entertaining. Corbin, I don't see him being entertaining in an empty arena. Granted, I haven't watched SmackDown in a while, and I'm not really into it. I don't feel like falling asleep on a Friday night too early, so maybe he is bringing it. I don't know, but from what I know of Corbin. I walk away during his matches every single time. So I don't see him, especially in this atmosphere, carrying that ba- that that briefcase and making anything of it. It just doesn't work for me. If we have fans, then yeah, I can go with that. But we don't have fans. Moving on, we got the women's Money in the Bank match. Shayna, Nia Jax, Asuka, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans and Carmella. Jay, have at it. Who do you think is going to win out of these women? Do I really have to pick out of these women? I, I don't know, man. I don't really care for this match, to be honest with you. If I really have to pick, I'd like to see Shayna win. Uh, I think she's the best out of that group. I dislike Nia. Uh, I for multiple reasons. I don't think she's that good of a talker, that good of a wrestler. I think she's extremely dangerous. And when she was in the limelight before her injury, it did nothing for me. Asuka, I want her to go away. Dana Brooke, she's a nobody. Sorry to say that, Dana. Lacey Evans, I really don't care. And Carmella, I forgot who she was, to be honest with you. So I have to go with Shayna Baszler. Funny story about Carmella, and I'll have to send you guys the picture, but Carmella, um, if, if you're ever in Barclays Center for uh, a wrestling event, they have their um, their pre-show podium where they do the pre-show on the higher part of the lower level. So just beneath the upper level, there's a little section, and the wrestlers run up and they, they walk up and down through the crowd. Um, you know, to get back to the locker room and to get to the pre-show, whatever. So, funny story is, I got Carmella to take a selfie with me. She was very nice, nice, uh, very nice, very polite, very down to earth. So I got her to take a selfie, and you know what? She came out blurry. Oh, but wow. guess who came out clear? It couldn't have been that you, guy. the guy behind you. No, uh, what's his what's his name? What's his name? Uh, her her protege that was uh, oh, 
coming out Ellsworth. with him. Ellsworth? Yes. James Ellsworth? James Ellsworth came oh, out clear man. as day, and Carmella oh. came out blurry. I was so mad. No chin, Ellsworth. Unbelievable. I'll send you guys. I have to send you guys the photo of that. But oh, um, chin, chin's McMahon. <laughs> Burns all your prediction of the woman's money in the bank. I think Nia uh, Jax. She's probably going to win. Uh, I think they're pushing it a little bit. Um, but I think that uh, Shayna actually deserve deserves to win. Um, I was I was feeling her for a little bit. Um, not, you know, romantically at, at all, but, uh, <laughs> as far as, you know, I like, I like when she works. I like when they bring the traditional, you know, she's got the catch wrestling background, you know, she, even if she was having a bad match and she wasn't feeling big spots, she could take it to the ground and really, you know, put on a good show. Um, this may not show off her skills that much because you're going to have to bring up the other girls, you know, Dana Brooke, like I've seen her live. You know, she's getting better, but, uh, you know, her crowd reaction is kind of like nil. Uh, I've seen the girls get, like, booed out of the building, you know, out in uh, Nassau Coliseum, um, other places. Um, so, you know, I think I think Shane is the uh, deserving one to get the money in the bank. I think she could work good angles with kind of putting some fear into, like, the champs and, you know, wondering what she's going to do. But I have a feeling they're going to put it on Nia. <clears throat> so, my, so my pick is Nia. Just because, you know, of just being so used to the psychology of, you know, Vince's favorites and, you know, what's going to happen next. I hope they surprise me. You know, they might they, they might surprise me and I will be very glad for it. And if if there's a Carmella selfie involved, you know, let it be something uh, a little bit elegant, you know, maybe maybe some lace involved. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Lacey Evans will be there. Yeah, Lacey. That's what I meant. Kaluba. <laughs> okay. So first, woman in a bank match. So first, I, I think Go WWE on. screwed this up because they announced Becky Lynch is returning to Raw next week to confront the Women's Money in the Bank winner. So I think you can go ahead and just kick the SmackDown women off of there, not just by talent level between Dana, Lacey, and Carmella, but I think I, they... That's a really good point. Yeah, so I think they just shot themselves in the foot and eliminated half the field with that that announcement alone. I don't say, see Nia winning it. They always push the, the big, strong one, you know, try to make her look powerful beforehand, and she always ends up getting the screw job. I'm kind of sick of the Shayna and Becky promo right now the storyline with that it, it had the biggest hype trying to get to wrestlemania and it's fallen flat on its face especially well, with how they should have had they should have had more match time than yeah edge and randy minutes. orton yeah it was yeah. a seven minute match not, it was yeah it was a bs pin that's happened multiple times before and had absolutely just it fell flat on its face but Asuka, where she's been a complete loose cannon on the microphone recently, <laughs> I mean, I can see them rolling with that. So, I mean, I, I, I can – I'm torn between Asuka and, and Shayna, but I'm going to roll with Asuka on this one. Wow. 
you know, you very well could be right. I mean, uh, Oscar and um, Becky Lynch have kind of had an ongoing feud uh, on and off, a little, little storyline going on throughout the last year or two. Yeah, that that was the one win where Becky had to when the man came around and last debt to collect. Oscar might want some revenge. And I agree with you on the SmackDown side. The SmackDown side looks weak, and that was an excellent point that you brought up with Becky Lynch. Um, they made that announcement. She's going to confront the Money in the Bank winner. But, I mean, who knows? It could do a crossover here. I don't think so. Um, the only issue with that is when they did the stupid brand split again last year, they were so adamant about Fox gets this talent. Right. USA and NBC gets this talent, and they're really did they blurred the lines for like the first couple of weeks and they finally were just like no this is set in stone now so i really don't see the crossover happening yeah i i that's kind of like uh i'm leaning more against that it won't it won't happen um i I don't think it it will there's that possibility but it's a long shot you're right um Especially, especially when they had the you have four wild cards a week who can cross over Oh my God! You want to talk about one of the worst decisions in WWE history? A lot of people were complaining about that. At, at some point, I didn't know which person worked on which roster. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, on, on the SmackDown side, if anybody comes out from there, uh, I'm thinking maybe Lacey Evans. She's she's been in an ongoing chase with Bailey for a number of months now since before Survivor Series. They've had this yeah. on and off feud. I think Lacey Evans should have gotten her win at Mania, but they didn't True. go that route or whatever reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they had enough build to pull that trigger. But, um, yeah, um, I think Lacey Evans could have a shot at winning this. But just, after seeing what we saw tonight, it looks like a that, Raw superstar is going to win. And I'm thinking yeah, Shayna. It, it, unless they decided to move on, I, I think Shayna is the favorite here, but Oscar is a very close second. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see them pulling the trigger on Oscar. I mean, they had the chance multiple times and they fumbled it. So I don't see why this would be any different. As much as I hate it, Oscar has been doing good work. The work that she's been doing is purposely to kind of piss some fans off. Well, it's it's working for me. It's 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 absolutely working. She's the, she's kind of a tweener. She's kind of a tweener at this point. Like, I have to hit she, the mute button. She's gonna blow out my speakers. She behaved yeah. herself. She behaved herself on Raw tonight. And actually, I thought it was kind of funny. She was singing uh, along with Nia Jax's song when she was coming out. I don't know if you guys caught that, but I was kind of laughing yeah. at that. Yeah, she's good. But um, so that just about wraps up uh, Money in the Bank with one more match. Bailey defending her women's championship against Tamina. I don't think Tamina gets the win here. It's possible, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, just nothing's really clicking with Tamina. Like her, her theme song is good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's been with the company for how long, and she can't seem to get over. I don't see why this is going to be any different. I think Bailey goes uh, over. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think Bailey loses it here. No. Yeah. Yeah, Tamina would not have any weight whatsoever holding that women's championship. And going back to the Money in the Bank match, before they did that Becky Lynch announcement for next week, I was honestly calling Lacey Evans to win. Bailey would beat Tamina, and Lacey would come in and come out and cash cash it in on her. Oh, I like That's that. That's the route I was going to go with it. 
Now, I got a theory on uh, Tamina, okay? With the popularity of Dark Side of the Ring, I'm thinking that they're going to do a flashback, you know, Bray style, to uh, Tamina popping out of, of uh, Jimmy Snooker's girlfriend's dead body. You know, uh, <laughs> you know I'm thinking that, that might be a nice edge for the character to really push her off. <laughs> and that's that's all I gotta say about that. It's never been that on is, TV. That is the dark side of the ring. <laughs> definitely. So now bringing that up, do you think Tamina's catching the heat from? But uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, yeah, Bailey's Bailey's gonna retain. Maybe a little Sasha uh, interference. Sasha getting jealous. Maybe back again with like the Bailey Sasha thing. Maybe they'll feud a little bit because they always seem to have like a little bickering best friend. I'm jealous of you, sister thing going on. Um, Tamina's, you know, she's, you can tell she's been trying to pick it up. She's been, you know, doing a little more in her matches. Um, I don't know if she, she has enough to get the strap. They might just be throwing her a bone with this one. Probably going to be a short match. I hope, you know, like, uh, the snores, it's, uh, it's pretty accurate. The snore is real. Snores real. Snores real. This, this is probably the bathroom break match of, of the night. I mean, um, I, I they might work. A good match, but it's one of those matches. Like, do I care? Not really too invested in this feud. Yeah, honestly, looking looking at the card, I could see that being the uh, curtain jerk feud, the curtain jerk match. It's going to be the first one on the card. People are going to forget about it. Really, I think they open up with the. Oh, so there's another thing we have to talk about. I was just about to say, I think they open up with a ladder match, but some people are saying that. both the men's and the women's match will be going on at the same time in the yeah. building. Yep. yep. They yeah. mentioned that tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. When Saxon said that, I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. what? And that's why I think the women's championship match is going to be the curtain jerker. What and happens then- if a woman grabs a guy's suitcase by accident? Do we have another Tessa Blanchard scenario on impact? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maybe Nia Jax becomes the men's champion. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, I please, was throwing that don't. out there. That would be ridiculous. But, um, but seriously, um, it's like China winning the intercontinental this, championship. Yeah, but I don't mind Tessa holding that championship in Impact. This this might be a crazy match. Hang. This might be a crazy match. This might be very convoluted. See, I had to double check the the women's side of it because with Otis in there, I couldn't. Well, I really don't watch SmackDown much. I wasn't sure if Mandy had gotten into the match because I can see Otis kind of falling on the sword to help Mandy get the, the briefcase. So something like that happening. But I don't see a connection between any of these women and any of them inside. No. I think that it's a clear-cut favorite that uh, it's going to be Shayna, Asuka, close number two, and then quite possibly um, maybe Lacey Evans if if a SmackDown superstar were to win it. But yeah. they they kind of did give it away. Um, but uh, yeah, I got, now uh, here here's another question for you guys: Do we get a cash in? Does one of the briefcases get cashed in on Sunday night? Apparently, the women's not going to get cashed in. Right. With that uh, spoiler they gave you. Yeah, no kidding. So I'm going to say no. Even on the men's side, it's going to be a no. I think AJ is going to win that, and he's going to stalk for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they do that, I I, I think AJ should seize it all the way to Survivor Series. Yeah. 
you know, Survivor Series can use something to talk about these days. It's really, there hasn't been anything great with Survivor Series the past couple of years, except for NXT that just uh, took place in the last Survivor Series. But other than that, there hasn't really been anything of significance in, in, in a Survivor Series match within um, the last five years since maybe Daniel Bryan got screwed um, with uh, Sheamus winning the belt, if I got that right. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah. Um, I don't think we get a cash in either. No. Uh, don't forget, we nope. got the tag team title match too. One more match. Mm. The, the SmackDown. Yes. Um, Kalupa, why don't you tell us about that? Yep. So we've got a fatal four way match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So we got the New Day. So we got Biggie and Kofi, uh, Miz and Morrison, the Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party. Um, this one, they're pushing the Forgotten Sons right now. They got a clean win over New Day last week. So it's like they're, they're wanting to push them through the ranks right now. But the New Day just won those tag titles the week after WrestleMania. I mean, so New Day's had many, many, many short reigns. I, I would say half their reigns uh, were relatively quick. Yeah. So, I mean... I could see the Forgotten Sons getting that huge push right now, especially in a match of this caliber where anything could happen. Um, I'm going to go between them and New Day. I'm going to go with the Forgotten Sons on this one. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm going Forgotten Sons also. Uh, I think you know they've been hot as of recently. Uh, they're really getting a good push, and I think this is the time for them to get it. How about you, Pine Dog? Uh, I think this match is actually for the Forgotten Sons. I think it's to push them a little bit. Um, it seems like, you know, we've gotten, like, the Luchas are, are just a, uh, they're just like a push for, for, for the match, get a little uh, high fly in there. Um, I think that Miz, Miz and Morrison are actually going to take the titles back. But I think the majority of the match is going to be dominated by the Forgotten Sons um, just to give them a push, give them a good feel. These guys have been working it down at XT for a while. They're pretty exciting. They all they all got something to bring to the table. Um, I really like their characters down there. So uh, I think that this match is going to revolve around them. But uh, Miz and Morrison are probably going to end up with the belts again. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, my reaction to that too. I may have to lean more towards Forgotten Sons. I mean, just for the sake of. Um, I want to see something new in that tag division. I need to see something fresh on SmackDown. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think Forgotten Sons needs a win right here. I mean, Pern Dog, I think you very well could be right. Um, but I think I don't want Forgotten to. Sons need to. I, I, I think Forgotten Sons that. need to win this. Yeah, I hope they get it, man. You know, like they, like I said, like. Uh, I watch, uh, you know, their like strength videos and stuff like that. I mean, these guys are freaks. They they're great. You know, they put on a great show. So, you know, if they get it, I'll be happy. Jay and I have been talking for months. We need to, you know, see uh, more fresh content. I think that's yeah. Uh, especially on the SmackDown side, that's been the biggest problem is the content is not fresh. It's just not good. R- Raw Raw's doing very good. SmackDown needs to do something that. Uh, 
you know, makes me want to check. I, I, I really haven't watched too much of SmackDown. And if I do, um, sometimes I'm two weeks behind and I have to catch up on my DVR. I didn't even watch last week's SmackDown. I just saw it on the results. Um, but um, they, they need to do something to make their content a little fresh on a weekly basis. Final thoughts. Started with you, Jay. Final thoughts for um, anything about this last week? Um, Money in the Bank, Raw. What do you got? Um, not much. Uh, I think this uh, Money in the Bank pay per covered a lot. Gonna, yeah, I, I think Money in the Bank is going to be a, a, a decent pay per view. Um, I, it's going to be something different, so it's going to be exciting. Uh, I just hope they don't screw it up like they tend to. But I'm excited. I, I think, like you said, uh, a change is needed in the format, and I think they did a good job with this style of format. I hope it's all done on the roof and not in the PC. I think that'll add a lot more flavor to it. That'd be cool. I yeah. That. So, we, uh, we understand why this is all going on. I think the roof would be a nice little touch. Right. So, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it'll be decent. How about you, uh, Pern Dog? Any, any final thoughts about anything? Yeah, I have a final thought. Related. Thought is this? Yeah, you know, I want to. I want to shout this one out to all the haters out there who hate on us for going on and on, spending our lives watching this wrestling, being a part of it, feeling it. It's a part of our lives. It's a. It's a work. Life's a work, right? So listen to me. Listen up, clear. Okay. This. This stuff is around. Okay. It's still going. All the other sports are down. You guys worship all these millionaires. And everybody trying to make all this money and you're buying their jerseys. Well, we're still buying a T-shirt because these guys go in and put in the work week after week. They excite us. They motivate us. And that's what it's all about, baby. So don't be hating on nothing. Okay, just watch the podcast. Get immersed in the wrestling world. But other than, other than that, um, I think that, you know, we have some exciting stuff coming up. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going on with the roof, man. The roof is intriguing to me. I'm looking at the bushes in the background. I'm like, what's going on? Who's hopping out of there? What kind of creature are we going to have coming? Right? Is Vince McMahon going to be dangling from the top of the tower? Is he going to hold on? Who's going to come save him? Stephanie. Is it going to be Stephanie? Is it going to be Shane? Who's the favorite kid? We don't know anymore. All right? Are we going to see another Triple H freaking big, big neck? Like, I haven't seen him enough in the last 25 years. I don't know what's to come. And maybe we'll get a Brock Lesnar appearance. Oh, God. Baby. Bird dog, I got one more question for you. Did somebody fall off the roof on Sunday night? Someone is falling off the roof. Will they go splat? Probably not. They're going to land a bunch of boxes. But someone is falling off that roof. I'm calling it. It ain't going to be Santa. <laughs> Aim for the bushes, right, Pern? Okay. Aim for the bushes. Listen, if they can Photoshop a massive DX on the side of Titan Powers, they can make it look like someone fell 10 stories off of the new WWE headquarter. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that was a real thing, by the way. That DX spray paint was a real thing. I can testify to that. I drove by Titan Towers, and the DX thing was up. Oh, God. That looked like one of the worst Photoshops I've ever seen and on live TV. I mean, it may have been extenuated. Uh, you know, they made it look a little brighter, but it, it was the real thing. Wow, I was surprised. Right. All right. <laughs> well, um, 
I know well, after money and after money in the bank airs tonight or on Sunday, the first part of the Undertaker documentary starts airing. So I'm very curious to see that, especially since it's really the first time we've gotten to look at Mark Calloway himself. So I'm really curious to see how they film that and what exactly they're going to show us with it, because that's really that's the first time he's let them kind of get into his personal life. Um, but as far as the pay-per-view goes itself, I mean, it's you got men, a men and a women's match going at the exact same time, leading to the exact same place. This is something that's never been done before, so it, I'm really excited but curious to see how this plays out, you know, where it's been filmed, how production does it on the back end of everything. You know, is that just going to be the match itself? How long is that match going to be? I mean, because they're running up 10 freaking stories of a building to get to the roof and get a briefcase. Yes, I do want to see someone get thrown off. <laughs> um, and I really hope it's King Corbin, but that's that's beside the point. But this is going to be kind of a turning point right now, especially with how the world is, to get us started on the road to SummerSlam. So this is going to start building a lot of stuff and kind of, you know, the first post-WrestleMania storylines. This is going to set us up for the next three months, more so than just the first couple Raws and SmackDowns after. Um, but, yeah, I'm just excited to see it. I really hope SmackDown, you know, Bruce Pritchard needs to really take hold of everything because that show just sucks right now and has sucked. And I think not only with Eric Bischoff getting fired, but with Bruce Pritchard still taking it over and the ratings still tanking, they got to look a little bit deeper to find the real problem because apparently it's not necessarily just the writing itself, but there might be some other factors they need to look at just a little further because two people shouldn't be doing that awful trying to get a show off the ground. Well, gentlemen, I, I have no more to add to that. You, you guys um, nailed it tonight. I, I couldn't have said it better. Coop. Um. We are in for an interesting show, uh, to say the least, this Sunday. I'm um, curious to what kind of train wreck the Money in the Bank match is going to be. I'm curious to see where they do the championship matches, who's going to win, who's going to lose. Um, regardless of how it's presented, you know, seeing what the results are is always what intrigues me to always watch, especially a Money in the Bank pay-per-view. But uh, all right, guys, that wraps up our show, um, a fairly long show tonight. But I think uh, we delivered some really good content. Um, so for those of you that are listening, you can follow us. If you can't watch the whole video on our uh, Deep Six Pro Wrestling podcast on Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, we're also on uh, Facebook and also uh, Twitter as well. Uh, give us a follow. And uh, we will be sure to come back to you guys with a midweek matchup on AEW this Wednesday and our uh, post-show of Money the Bank this weekend coming up. But in the meantime, Jay, Burndog, Kalupa, thank you for uh, making your appearance from Mexico again. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Amigente. <laughs> yes, tomorrow's your holiday. Yeah. No, it's today. It's, it's right today. Now. Cinco right, de right Mayo. Kalupa, this holiday is for you. I hope you have the most awesome day uh, today on Cinco de Mayo. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Good night, everybody.